0: Turn their back on men, men with a dream and savage yearning within them. Legions, compelled by a passion that knows no boundary, a consuming flame that defies plausible explanation. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of being men. I said this without your Shut up! Shut up! Shut, 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 shut up! Shut up!
1: Broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society No Man.
0: gonna go to a place where I get a shot in a beer steak, man. saying we can stop,
2: get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right?
3: Why do you drink ice cold beer on a hot days?
2: Mr. Clement, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems.
1: Cave Crew Radio.
4: Indeed it is. We're back for another week, kids. Right here, live. Cave Crew Radio. Every Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time at cavecrewradio.com. And of course on uh, CCR TV uh, over on YouTube. Just look for the link. Just Google it. Also, the number two show right now on the uh, podcast radio network, Saturdays at 8 o'clock.
1: And I know we can get to number one.
4: We can get there. We we, we need your help, folks. We need your help. So, uh, by the way, my name is DK. Um, I am here in my cave, as I always am, in Windsor, Ontario. Uh, heat wave coming. So, you know, we're batting in down the hatches. We're gonna have fresh air in the house for a while. I do believe we're uh, we're getting a, uh, a call in from Queens.
1: Yes, this is Sir Big B uh, live from Queens, New York, and we are preparing for a heat wave as well.
4: Yeah, but, you know, our our, our weather is very similar, mm. right?
1: It's gonna be in the upper nineties the next couple of days.
4: Yeah, and 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 they, you know, I, I'm not the biggest weather guru or whatever, but uh, apparently. You know, there's something about a dew point and a humidex, and it's going to feel like it's well over 100, like we're living in the uh, Sahara Desert.
1: Oh, boy, that's going to be fun.
4: Yeah, it will be. So you,
1: uh, you you look like you're ready to go fishing with the, I, with the I, pad on.
4: I'm in a summer mood tonight. You really I mean, are. Well, last, last week, while you were away, we had, uh, of course, Choo Choo Stew, who, who <laughs> by the way, folks, is vacationing right now in Spain somewhere. Which is kind of weird because Big B went to Maine. Choo Choo (laughs) Stew went to Spain. That's
1: right. Where are you going to go?
4: Maybe I'll get a tour of Tulane. Ooh. I I don't know what else rhymes with that.
1: (laughs) Nothing like a good old tour of Tulane University. Tulane University.
4: I'll see if the, the kids are out of school. And uh, and maybe I'll, I'll you know, get it to her. But, yeah, I found this funny hat upstairs. It's actually a maple leaf hat. It's a barbecue hat. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to get it a little crazy this week because Stu and Uncle Albert last week, and big thanks to Uncle Albert. I know he's out there listening. Did a great job last week uh, filling in for you. Now, do, do, before we get into any of the hodgepodge, um, do you have any stories from, from Maine?
1: Well, I have a story for on the way up to Maine. Now, now Maine, of course, is is a beautiful state, and it was I was right on the lake and uh, uh, right on uh, Frenchman Bay, that leads you know leads out into the Atlantic Ocean. It's wonderful. Uh, I ate fresh lobster direct from the sea almost every day. It was great. On the way up, you know, you're driving from New York to Maine. The drive is seven and a half hours straight. I have kids, so it winds up being near nine hours, right? One of the states we go through is New Hampshire. New Hampshire is the state right below Maine. We go through New Hampshire, and you're literally in New Hampshire for about 10 minutes. But regardless, when you're on the highway, you know when you're in the, whatever state you're in or country you're in, there's highway signs for different exits, and right. different, you know, whatever, uh, like a university here or something there, whatever. The only signs that were on the highway in New Hampshire were signs for the New Hampshire liquor store. That and promoting that they were open Sundays and sold lotto tickets.
4: That what a great place to move to.
1: That's the only that that was literally a sign on the highway, not like you know a little thing uh, on the side of the road. It was a sign for an exit for the liquor store selling lotto tickets, and they're open on Sundays. No other signs on the highway for various other exits. The liquor store and selling a lot
4: tickets. Right, because normally when you're, when you're driving through a place, right. I mean, even in my own town, there, there, there is still, you know, the hospital, the airport. So, yeah, right. You know, liquor stores. I didn't know they were like that in New Hampshire.
1: It, the only sign, you know, big, I mean, gigantic, when you're driving through the highway, those signs that are above you. New, New Hampshire uh, Wine and Liquor, whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, lotto tickets available, open Sundays. Exit, quarter of a mile. Really? That's the only thing they promote on the highway.
4: <laughs> Maybe that's the only thing in New Hampshire. Well, I've never, it, I've never I, been there.
1: I've never been. I've been through there you know, on this past trip. It literally was like 10 minutes long. You come out of Massachusetts, you go into New Hampshire, and then you're in Maine.
4: A very, yeah, that's a very narrow, narrow state.
1: Yeah. All they're promoting is fucking the liquor store.
4: Did you stop and get liquor?
1: Uh, no, we got liquor in Maine.
4: Fuck. See, so <laughs> the ads are, that's just a waste of, of, of time and space.
1: <laughs> we did stop at the Maine beer company, though.
4: There I saw it. that. I saw that post that you uh, that you made Um you were there with the boy, and there was a hot-looking uh, little teen girl. I thought maybe that was his.
1: Uh... <laughs> yes, he, he, he As uh, my wife put it, he wishes that was his girlfriend.
4: I, I know, and I you know. I feel like the devil when a thought like that goes through my mind. <laughs> but you know, let's face it—you guys had a good selfie going on there. But yeah. there's this chick, and I, maybe she was 20. I don't know. I'm hoping I, she was older.
1: I don't even remember.
4: Well, she's got these Daisy Dukes on, and all I see is her ass. Excellent picture,
1: by the way. <laughs> and my son smiling. I think he has. Yes, a thumb.
4: grin from ear to ear. You don't know what yummies you're getting into yet, but that's right. You tuck that picture away in your wallet, boy.
1: Oh, that's right.
4: And that's what you have to uh, you have to get now. Massachusetts. So that's uh, Boston. Uh, the, the Tea Party. Nothing Just- there.
1: No, I mean we just dry, you know, it was just a straight drive through. I mean, you know, if we, we stopped in Massachusetts maybe to get gas or whatever, but uh, it was just a straight drive through up to uh up to Maine.
4: Didn't stop for a clam chowder.
1: No, no, no. I, I, with that long a drive, you just want to get there.
4: <laughs> now, I, my neighbors uh and I, I think I've talked to them uh, talked about them, sorry. Uh, on the show before. They that's where my my son is now. He's camping up Georgian Bay you guys can google that it's up a uh, nice wilderness place here in Ontario but uh they come from Newfoundland which i think is the same kind of culture as as Maine mm-hmm. where you know steaks and hamburgers and stuff like that are very expensive but the seafood is very plentiful so lobster oh, cod we-
1: the house we were staying in, uh, the owner of the house uh, is friendly with one of the lobster fishermen, uh, and had, there's an access road. Like I said, we were right on the water, so the uh, the owner of the house allows the the fisherman to use the access road to the water to you know load in his boat and all that. He gave us his number, and it's like you know, anytime you want lobster, give him a call when he comes in with the day's catch. He'll give them to you based you know on his price. I'm like great. Fresh. Called them like, you know, three or four times. Yeah, fresh, direct from the sea. So we'd call like three or four times. It was six bucks a lobster. You can't get lobster for cheaper than that. Fresh, right out of the sea for six bucks. You can't beat that. This was one hell of a vacation, I must say.
4: Now, does lobster help you? Uh, does it promote you to be more regular? You know, because that's, um, that's a nice, fine, you know, meat. It must be like eating a lot of foliage.
1: I I don't know if it promotes me being regular. I wasn't that irregular to begin with.
4: Okay. I just, you know, I I think think
1: I'm fairly regular, so.
4: Weird weird things come into my mind. Weird things. (laughs) Uh, Folks, uh, Quite in the chat room, Uncle Albert says. There's not a lot of action out there tonight, but hey, it's summer vacation time, so. We know people are listening elsewhere. Uh, we also have uh, uh, Evil Rich uh, on the YouTube TV station. So they're starting to come into the chat there. I can I cannot balance back and forth. So if I ignore you and I don't catch a, a comment, but I do appreciate uh, Uncle Albert telling me that Cave Crew Radio fucking rocks. Not just rocks, Big B. There you go. We fucking it's rock. fucking rocks. Yes. And we got a lot of good stuff coming up for you tonight. Um, first thing we're going to start off with is a subject that uh, I, I brought up last week. And, and, and uh, Choo Choo Stew was far too passive about it for me. So I know I know Big B will give me um, will give me the response I need. And I actually have a, a new game myself that uh, I want to tell you about in a minute. But we're also going to change things around a little bit with our phone calls tonight, kids. Um instead of call a random Chinese restaurant I figure we'll call a random Chinese masseuse a massage parlor we'll find out about happy nice. endings and stuff like that and then I I I, I don't know, I don't know like I have far too much spare time I have another uh, little phone segment where I need a job and um, I should tell you too we haven't uh, we, we haven't we haven't reviewed the city yet Tonight, the target of Cave Crew Radio shall be Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I think last week you missed uh, San Jose was our oh. target. Okay. Uh, so so I,
1: like, I like Vancouver.
4: Yeah, well, we'll see how we like them after we're done.
1: <laughs>
4: anyway, let's talk about pokemon (sighs) okay so last week i i I gotta preface this because you were gone last week it was it was so brand new and Mm -hmm. i didn't really see a lot of it happening around me um Mm -hmm. so i was just reading what was in the paper and what was you know on the news and this is a good game it's going to get people out exercising and immediately i thought it was fucking stupid but I've seen some stuff now. Mm-hmm. What, what 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 is your? Because you know, if you hate the selfie stick, this must be a, a grenade in your underwear.
1: I am so I grin from ear to ear when I hear stories of people getting hit by cars. Uh, the one guy that fell off a cliff. Uh, the the some other person died while playing Pokemon Go. I grin from ear to ear. You fucking dumb. It's a fucking child's game. And you got fucking adults running out into the middle of traffic to go catch a fucking fake cartoon. Um, I am so glad you people are dying off.
4: (laughs) This is not the only thing. Okay. Um, I'm seeing people in my neighborhood. That I haven't seen in a year. (laughs) And you can tell exactly what they're doing because you can tell when someone's looking for a song or right. or, or, or they're, they're chatting on their fucking phone right you can tell they're getting ready to shoot them and hang on a minute
1: mm-hmm.
4: I have a game
1: oh, he's, he's looking for it
4: now he's, you have to remember you have to remember I'm in Canada okay okay so I have now built myself an arsenal of nerf guns Wait nice. A I'm not done yet.
1: Oh, he's look got at, one. Look at
4: this fucker.
1: Uh, he's pulling out another one.
4: This is an assault. Now, look at this one.
1: Two of them. Look at look at this. Yes. No, no there's no passive Canadian over there.
4: If I see you playing Pokemon Go, I am going to get points for every person I hit <laughs> with a Nerf gun. <laughs> Yes, I am going to hide in my tree with all my fucking Nerf guns. And you see it here, folks. I got a good uh, uh, artillery going here. I don't have no amendment that, lets, uh, that I have an open carry. So unfortunately, I can't shoot them with bullets without going to prison.
1: And you don't need a license to go Pokemon Go hunting.
4: Right. And look at this. Look at this one. Look at that. I think nice. That is...
1: That's exceptional.
4: I've got it. So
1: So you are the Pokemon Go Hunter?
4: Yes. I wanna get a sponsorship from Nerf.
1: Nice. We'll get a sponsorship from Nerf and, and fucking uh uh fucking some hunting f- shop.
4: So here's here's the deal. I, I don't know if we can get the listeners, you know, far and wide, to buy into this. But maybe, you know, Get a video. use your phone for another another thing. Take a video. and I want to see Pokemon hunters being hit by nerf. I don't want anyone to die. I'm not there's too much violence and bad news in this world as it is. But I think it would be fun to start a new craze, Big B, that we hit Pokemon hunters with nerf bullets. And maybe, you know, I I get a hard time from the supplier over in England there, but maybe we could get the the highest score a commemorative choo choo stew coffee mug <laughs> and a T shirt.
1: <coughs> it's a very rare item, the choo choo stew coffee mug.
4: Yes, and a T shirt. We'll we'll double down on it, but you know, we need as 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 a group because we've got a good sense of humor. We like to have fun. Yes. I, I think we need to start a movement. We need a hashtag for this. I'm going to rely on the chat room. It's getting a little bit more lively in there now. Okay. Hashtag, you know, Pokemon. No.
1: See, I, I, and here's the thing: the premise behind this stupid fucking game is that uh, you had mentioned it before that you, you, they'll get you out of the house. They'll get you active, I guess, you know, wandering, wandering around the streets. The problem is that you're looking at your fucking phone. Yeah. You're not interacting with others. You're interacting with your phone, just like every other fucking cretin out there. As you see, like commuting in your in your daily life, they're staring down at their phone, doing email, doing fucking Facebook. Now they're doing Pokemon Go. You're not interacting with anybody else.
4: But they're they're meeting in the strangest places. By the way, folks, just wanted to change my hat. I just looked at the camera and realized how goofy I really did look.
1: <laughs> I thought it was a nice fishing
4: look. It was not good, but then you know, we're talking Pokemon Go. I look like one of them. <laughs> but uh anyway, they are they're not interacting, you're right. No, but they're not. You'll you'll see people on Facebook now and, and and I see it myself. They don't go alone. They're not lone wolves they're usually in groups of uh, 3 4 30
1: there's yeah there's packs of them
4: now here's my question we we here's what we need to do is we we need to get a pokemon go expert to answer these questions are they all going after the same point so if you and i are walking down the road together mm-hmm. and and we're getting those 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 red and white balls ready that we got to flick at the thing are we searching for the same Pokemon? I have no idea. Like is there I, is there any sort of sport in this?
1: I have no I, I don't have a clue. My son tried to download it on the way home from Maine on Saturday. He downloaded it onto his phone and he can't figure out how to get it to work. I have no idea what to do in this stupid fucking game. I'm just hoping he loses interest quickly. I don't know if you're catching the same thing or what. I have no idea what you're
4: doing. I would have been been flicking the red ball at that ass in the picture you took at the beer place.
1: Uh, No. (laughs) Uh, uh,
4: Capture that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's a keeper. Um, (laughs) I hope she's not 12 (laughs) because we'll be in big trouble.
1: (laughs) I I honestly don't remember. Uh, uh, I remember there were some attractive ladies there. That were, you know, of age. Uh, but that specific one, I don't know.
4: Yeah, we'll have to go back. And I'm sure there's a way we can DNA it to get an approximate. Uh... Anyway, until we have verification, people, we cannot post that in the show notes or anything. Because, again, this may be criminally charged.
1: Um, but all I see for Pokemon is people, they put these pictures on Facebook. Like of this stupid... Cartoon, yeah, screen,
4: screen, screenshots. Front lawn. yeah,
1: yeah. It's screenshots of them like sitting on their front lawn or whatever. The fuck, like sitting in their hand. I, I don't know.
4: I don't know. They're going to funeral parlors. There was a guy. There was a guy in, uh, in in Michigan, I think it was, that went up to. He was trying to catch one by a police station, and he had an outstanding warrant, and they arrested him. Good.
1: <laughs> Finally, it does something good with with. with the uh, stupid game
4: they said, it, I, You know I, what If it distracts you from the, uh, the Republican convention and uh, You know uh, lying Hillary and all that stuff um, I'm good with that
1: But you know what there's a lot of other Things that can distract you from that There's tons of things to do in this world Not run around with your head buried in your phone Looking for imaginary cartoons Sitting on your front lawn Be a fucking adult and do adult things
4: Yeah go fishing for fuck's sake Go
1: fishing exactly
4: you
1: know. I went on on my on my vacation. Not everybody has access to a bay, but those that can, I went kayaking. Go oh, kayaking
4: now! Now, like, now see, I'm a I'm a fan of uh, of canoeing. I've never tried I've never kayaking. Did... How'd you do?
1: I I, I I enjoyed it. It was it was nice. It was uh, you, you you feel it like shift a little bit because you really have to be balanced in the kayak, um, but. You get used to it. If you shift a little bit, you can really get it back quickly. Of course, they give you, like, the death speech. Well, if you turn completely over, uh, (laughs) just wait. Wait what? I'm dying. What am I going to wait for?
4: I got to tell you a story. I don't think I've told this one yet. This is from Florida. And uh, the couple we were with, uh, the young lady, uh, the other guy's wife, we went to uh, swim with the dolphins at the... Adventure Cove or Discovery Cove or whatever it was called. And we all had to sign these sheets that said, uh, you know, although it's never happened, um, you know, a dolphin could attack and, you know, I don't know, maybe could drag you underwater and drown you. I don't know what a dolphin's going to do. I've never really heard of it and all the crazy things we've talked about. But we had to sign a thing making a release that if we had death by dolphin, we were you know forgiving the Sea World company. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, they always do that anywhere you go, even when you play a sport, right? You know, you are you're always waving the yeah. uh, the association. You know, you get a soccer ball in the nuts, and you can't have kids. Uh, it's not my fault. Yeah, right. Whatever it is, And that's I'm just the. It's the way we protect so each other.
1: Too happy nature of our society. Right. That's why you have to sign all these fucking things. You can't. You can't just go out and have a good time. No, no, you have to sign everything for an hour and a half.
4: I'm surprised when you when you walk into a bar, they don't tell you. You know, you, if you choke on an ice cube, we are not responsible. Uh, you know,
1: I'm surprised. I'm surprised if you walk into a bar, there's not. Uh, you have to immediately sign a waiver if you leave here inebriated and and drive home and get into an accident we are not responsible right i'm surprised or, that that i mean because that's just aching for a lawsuit
4: or, or if you leave with a woman and you contact uh std that is not the fault of the of the establishment
1: right yeah anything like that
4: yeah that's where you know what you and i should get into law we'll make a lot more money <laughs> and i think we'd be great at selling ourselves on tv
1: oh absolutely yeah. we could be a fucking better call saul
4: <laughs> did i tell you this is another vacation story but when i was uh, uh when i was going to the detroit airport to fly to florida mm-hmm. uh every ad was a lawyer if you slip and fall if you're hit by a truck Uh, if you step on a piece of glass on your neighbor's lawn, um, call us first. Right. It's got to be a huge... And it's getting that way in Canada now. Like I told you, my wife works for a lawyer. She does real estate and wills and stuff, so it's pretty boring shit. But um, it's starting to get that way in Canada now.
1: Mm -hmm. it's, It's funny. You watch TV, like, you know... <clears throat> on, on. If you're home on a weekday afternoon here, you watch daytime TV, and the the commercials are, you know, have have you had a vaginal mesh explode in your vagina lately? You know, call us. We'll we've gotten millions of dollars, but you know that's all these fucking yeah. uh, commercials are.
4: National lawsuit. Did you use this toothpaste once? Right. Have you gotten a cavity?
1: Did you take this pill for depression and got anal bleeding?
4: (laughs) Well, that's, you know what? That's the other thing with all the commercials. And again, United States, of course, in Canada here, we get a lot of American TV. Every single, we have a medication that is going to cure blood pressure. Side effects include brain aneurysm. Lung clots. <laughs> I don't want to try any of these fucking medicines. I'd rather just have the fucking problem I got in the first place.
1: It's a lot. The, the problem you have in the first place is a lot less than the side effects.
4: Like it sounds my, so good. Like they 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 put this pretty music on, and the guy's walking down the golf course, and you know, yeah. if your blood pressure's high or whatever it is, you got fatty liver. I don't I, I don't know what the thing is, right. but but and it all sounds so awesome, and you're and you're ready. You're writing down the medicine until the last fifteen seconds of the commercial, you may drop dead instantly. Right.
1: <laughs> one of my favorites I saw one time was. Uh, Uh, It was a commercial for an asthma medication, like an inhaler. And uh, I have asthma myself, so I was really paying attention to this commercial. And uh, one of the side effects was asthma. (laughs) I'm taking a medication for asthma, and one of the side effects, one of the possible side effects, is shortness of breath, which is asthma.
4: Yeah, that's exactly what asthma is.
1: And the other side effect is death.
4: Yeah, well, it's always death, right?
1: Always, always death. And, and uh, your uh, bowels uh,
4: may constrict, and you may explode.
1: Right? <laughs> One of my—I uh, uh, forget—I forget the comedian off the top of my head, but he did a uh, a bit on on stuff like that, and he said <laughs> he said death is never a side effect. Death is always an effect of the medication, which is very
4: true. <laughs> It's a side effect of the effect.
0: <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> Eric Evil says that uh, he heard one that would give you anal seepage.
1: Ah, good old anal seepage. That would be love very
4: that. annoying. <laughs> you know, sit
1: down and all of a sudden you're leaking.
4: Especially if you chose to wear white that day.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old anal seepage.
4: I think you sat in something. no. No. I read on the package that I may have some anal seepage. You better bring me home now.
1: No, I, I took I took a, a an allergy pill earlier today. It gives me anal seepage. I can't. I don't sneeze anymore, but my ass leaks.
4: Yeah. So you, you imagine this too, right? Here, here's here's another scenario we can go into because we're going to do this call to work thing soon.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, hello, uh, this is DK. Um, I took an allergy pill because I wanted to make it into work today because I'm a very loyal employee. Yes. Uh, But unfortunately, I have anal seepage now. (laughs) And I don't want to damage the office furniture. Ah, yes. Or stink out the rest of the uh, coworkers. Anyway, before we go to break, let's let's go back to uh, Pokemon for a sec. Yeah. We got sidetracked, which we always do. There's a pastor... Mm -hmm. out there, uh, that is convincing people that Pokemons are actually cyber demons. Of course he is. He is a... uh, Rick Wiles is his name. Mm -hmm. He is a self-described... This means I don't think it's an official church, right? It's not when you're self-described. This is when you become like one of those guys from Waco, Texas or something. Uh, He is a conservative Orthodox Christian. And... um, he has a radio show actually called True News. Ah, it's great. And uh, he has made sure that Pokemon Go is now Pokey Stops. Um,
1: is that his hashtag, Pokey Stops?
4: Pokey Stops. I think ours is better. Pokey no. Pokey no. Pokey No. Pokey No. Hashtag Pokey No. Around the U.S., some places of worship have used this to their advantage, displaying signs. Inviting players to come into their services while they're there. Uh, and then I don't know if they're doing like, uh, what do you call those things? Like uh, the growing in uh, exorcists, exorcisms. <laughs> um, but he, he doesn't think that, you know, just using people, you know, and I guess that's a good sale, you know, inviting them to come into the church type of thing. Uh-huh. But he actually believes that Pikachu, even though he looks cute, is what he calls a cyber demon. Right. Uh, the enemy Satan is targeting churches with virtual digital cyber demons. Right. I believe this thing is a, a, a signal for or a magnet for de- demonic powers. Right. So. He is even, and you know how they do words, right? And they and they give a a, a, a definition for each letter,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, like an acronym.
4: Like an acronym, good. Pokemon,
1: mm-hmm.
4: porn, orgies, mm-hmm. Christianity spelt wrong. Okay. <laughs> Edible underwear. Mad abortion. Orgies again. Oh, no, oh. no God. Pokemon.
1: Aha! Uh-huh. All of which, except Christianity, sounds fun.
4: Yes, they spell Christianity with a K. I mean, oh, some guys named Chris spell their names with a K, right, of or course. they or and her. Not
1: you know. the organized religion, but hey, he has to make it fit his uh, yeah. his stupid acronym. You
4: couldn't up with something like Kaka in your pants or something. Something,
1: like that.
4: yeah, no. Yeah, there's got to be a better one for K. <laughs>
1: you know,
4: <sighs> KKK.
1: KKK, that's wonderful.
4: Or, I mean, there's got to be something better. Clandescent. Ketchup. Ketchup. Christianity spelled wrong. For for (laughs) sakes. And
1: and you, you said it perfectly before. He's selling. He's selling himself. That's all he's doing. All this is is him taking advantage of something very popular so he can attract some more members and make some more money for himself.
4: That's all it is. 100%. He no, like absolutely said,
1: doesn't believe what he's saying. It's all about money.
4: And and again, listen, I I, I know we got to break really quick here, get ourselves some refills and, and shit, kids. But I saw on TV, it's, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, the, you've all heard of Joel Olstein?
1: Of course. The man that lives in a fucking mansion.
4: Yeah. He's having a, a service at Comerica Park uh-huh. in Detroit. Uh-huh. And he gets on the airwave. You never realize how short these guys are until you actually see them beside other human beings. Right? So they always make themselves look so big on TV. But Joel Olstein, folks, the guy. God will make you rich. You know he's. Yeah, God will make you rich, all right. Anyway. He's he's saying on the on the television, this is not going to be a church service. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you he's going to pass around that basket before the out. There's going to be something that he's selling. Of course.
1: Well, just alone that it's in Comerica Park one that I'm assuming there's an entrance fee. It certainly ain't going to be free.
4: But even if it's free, they're going to, they're going to buy the book or, or, or right. <coughs> buy and, the and, DVD or I'm trying to build a I'm trying to build a bamboo house for children in Africa, even though my house is made out of fucking 24 karat gold.
1: Right. Exactly. You know, it, I wish people would understand that organized religion, no matter what religion it is—Christianity, fucking uh, uh, buddhism whatever any organized religion is there to serve itself. Yes, to serve the people. It serves itself.
4: But I think, now, I, I the, you know, I I think the smaller scale, like the ones that were, you know, the the the, the pastor, obviously, or or the whatever the monk is. They live modestly. I, I think when they have a food bank or a or, or clothing drive, they really are trying to help. It's these guys that have taken what? it to the magnitude that's well, ridiculous. The
1: the, the, the the people that you're describing, uh, yes, obviously are, are there to help, but they're in small groups, and they live in, like, fucking Nepal somewhere. Anybody in, in, in this country, the U.K., Canada, whatever, in big countries like that, or have organized religions to serve itself. It's all about making money and either buying real estate or something that has to do with serving itself. If you're a follower of organized religion and you feel you need organized religion to lead a good life, you are part of the problem.
4: Yeah. Now And again, now let's let's clarify this uh, because I've, I've, I've said it many times. It's OK to believe in God. Absolutely, um, it's okay to, to to read the Bible, um, and I'm not going to get into which church does which thing. But whoever told you the church comes before God is ridiculous. You can talk to God right now.
1: Right, absolutely. If you if you believe in a higher power, and and that makes you feel good, fine. I have no problem with that. You believe what you're going to believe. It's not you know, more power to you.
4: The Christian, but, the, the Christian but, religion. Is has caused more wars.
1: Oh, throughout history, yeah. yeah. There's more death and and, and, and war because of Christ- Christianity um than any other religion, although Islam is yeah, trying to make a run at it.
4: Oh, well, they're but, making a good go.
1: They're making a, they are making a good go. But you know, if you believe But in listen, Big um, B I gotta
4: be honest with you, I've been tempted by those forty thousand virgins quite often. <laughs> That that is very tempting.
1: It is very tempting, but uh, I'll pass on the organized religion. Um, like I said, if you want to believe it, fine. But you don't need organized religion to help you live a good life. You're a good person. Just live your life. If you honestly believe that, if you eat a fucking ham sandwich on a Friday <laughs> afternoon, you're going to go to hell. You have a fucking issue. I'm sorry. Eating fucking ham or pork or whatever <laughs> is not gonna send you to hell. What the fuck is wrong with you people?
4: Oh Lord.
1: Just yep. be a person. Just be a person. That's all.
4: That's it. It'd be good, oh. you know. Like be charity. I always I, I've told you this before too. I think my charity is, is, is the volunteering I do in, in coaching. And hopefully I'm I'm leading I, I obviously don't act like this people, so um, you know, this is my uh, alter ego. I'm like a Jekyll and a Hyde.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, you, you're you currently coaching. I've coached kids in the past. You know, we've done we've done good things with, you know, our lives.
4: If we don't allow our children to play Pokemon Go.
1: Exactly. And I don't believe in religion at all. I don't need religion to do good things in my life. I'm not a fucking maniac. I'm not a psychopath. There's plenty of maniacs and psychopaths in organized religion that fucking give everybody Kool-Aid and kill 900 people.
4: <laughs> or like That's, to touch uh, or like to touch a little boy's pee-pees. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, leave me alone with fucking organized religion. I grew up with that shit. Leave me alone with
4: it. Me too. I think we all did. And it, it's just uh... But anyway, it doesn't mean that there's a lot of good values in, in, inside those books. They're not all bad. It's the people that twist them and turn them and do crazy things. Let's take a quick break. And when we return, folks, uh, I need a job. So we're going to uh, search some place uh, out in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. Nice. We'll, we'll, we'll call a random massage parlor, and we've got a few other stories that uh, we can talk about. Our anger has, has gone on long enough. <laughs> Cave Crew Radio, by the way, folks, is heard every Wednesday night live, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on CaveCrewRadio.com. Of course, we're on Stitcher and iTunes and all those good places, and and we love all you guys that download, and gals, too. Um, and we're also on the podcast, <coughs> excuse me, Podcast Radio Network, um, Saturdays at 8 o'clock.
1: And if so, I may plug really quick... Uh, we just got uh, the other show that I do on Monday nights, uh, the Metal Show, uh, just got picked up by 102.7 WSNR, which is the sister network to the podcast network that us Cave Crew is on.
4: Oh, so you're a la- you're you're see, we got kicked off that station.
1: We we well, because it's a it's a rock station. Oh, so That's
4: you're streaming.
1: Yeah. So we're going to be on every Thursday night at 10 p.m. on that that station.
4: Nice. And I don't know why I always refer to it as the other show. It's a good show. Metal Thunder Radio, everybody. Nine o'clock, Nuclear this show, Rock Radio. This
1: show, we concentrate on Cave Crew. That's why I say yeah. the other show.
4: But no, it's okay. I mean, uh, uh, the shows benefit each other. That's true. I haven't heard you shout us out in a while, but that's okay. I know you're busy.
1: Well, we've been off for a couple of weeks, so this coming Monday, we will be back on.
4: Yeah. and Give an old shout out. Say, hey. You know, we know you like headbanging, but if you want to laugh, we got you know Eric Evil or I, son of Satan. You bring us (laughs) all kinds of good. uh...
1: (laughs) And of course, my buddy Eric Evil on every Friday night Metal World Radio.
4: Yes, give it a listen. And uh, Erica, post it on the Cave Crew page. That's right. The only guy I don't let post on the Cave Crew page is that guy trying to sell the MP3 book.
1: Oh, fuck him.
4: Because he he doesn't he doesn't contribute anything else nothing, I don't mind you, we'll, we'll we'll post your podcast or your show or whatever we're all in for, you know, podcast orgies. But uh, yeah, that guy annoys the shit out of me, and I haven't figured out how to ban him yet. They just kick him out of the group. I don't know if you know me, but I've invented the MP3. If you invented the fucking MP3, you wouldn't be trying to post it on Cave Crew Radio exactly. where there's 1,200 people.
1: Exactly. You
4: stupid fuck. <laughs>
1: uh, the anger continues. I love
4: it. Ah, so You're back. See, it's good.
1: I know.
4: Chuchu do with his gentle, soft voice calms me down a bit.
1: He's an Englishman. He's yeah. A, he's a gentleman. But he's he keeps a, he's a British gentleman.
4: He keeps me calm, except except when he goes nuts on Chinese people. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Right? <laughs> I, I thought you were ordering a number one. Where did this come from? <laughs> we'll be back, kids. You're listening to Cave Crew Radio. We still got uh, half the show to do with you. Can't get enough of this? I got great news for you. Come and join us on Facebook. Search Cave Crew Radio. The weirdness, the action, the fun never ends. 24-7, seven days a week. Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Cave Crew Radio. Hey, this is
0: Jerry from the Bad Cop Bad Cop Show. You're listening to Cave Crew Radio.
4: You're listening to Cave Crew Radio live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on CaveCrewRadio.com. You can listen on demand anytime on Stitcher or itunes now back to the show Back in the cave here. Um, I now feel guilty about playing that song after that uh, photograph we were talking about. I'm really. I, I feel like I'm walking on pins and needles here. Why the I'm fuck broken. did you? Why did you have to capture that in that? <laughs> she may be ten. She may be forty. I don't know.
1: That will forever be the mystery. The mystery.
4: After- of, of the Big B uh, main craft beer <laughs> photograph.
0: That's right.
4: <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Hang on. I had a, a couple more stories here I want to bring up before we get into some calls here.
1: We should post that picture and try to track her down.
4: Yeah, but what if, what if she's
1: young? Well, then we, we talk to her parents.
4: I mean, I'm in, I'm in Canada, so I have, what do you call, um, uh, diplomatic immunity. <laughs> but uh, I don't know.
1: Well, I, if we just try to track her down, we're not committing a crime. She's not naked no. in the photo. She's wearing clothes. We're in a fucking store. Right. We just don't know who she is. She has her back turned to us. So we try to track her down. If she's underage, we talk to her parents. That's all.
4: I think there's a lot of asses that. Yeah, but I mean, we can make her like the the poster girl. Of, you've got to get that picture uh, up, and and don't show anything else. Just just your smiling son in in the ass
1: and her. At the, uh,
4: her delicious, oh. voluptuous <laughs> ass. <laughs> right, let
1: me let me let me see what I can do.
4: Did you did? Can you cue up this story now? It's the one about the. Uh, I think it was um, Uncle Albert put it up with the. Uh, Nine cringeworthy things that can go wrong with bedroom toys.
1: I'm bringing it up now. I'll
4: give you a second.
1: Uh, uh, Not so good vibrations.
4: We might as well, you know, might as well stick to sex while we're on it. (laughs) Okay. And why won't this fucking thing slide? I hate these fucking sights. I don't know what the fuck, man.
1: Uh, these, these sites that you got to like click 97 different pages to read the whole story.
4: Okay, I'm going to leave this one to you because mine is not scrolling.
1: Okay. Uh, let's see. I will just uh, it comment. says not so good vibrations. Uh, sex toys are super fun to play with, but only if it's in the right place at the right time. Right. Different types of sex toys dildos, clitoral stimulators. Ooh,
4: what exactly is a clitoral stimulator? I don't
1: I guess we will find out in the (laughs) script. nipple clamps everybody loves a good nipple clamp let me tell you
4: (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. just what I want please clamp my nipple
1: (laughs) I had just it reminds me remember when when piercing your nipple was a big deal
4: yeah I never did it
1: I never did it either but I went to high school with a kid that tried to do it himself so he comes in the next day and he's in pain. And we're talking to him, and he said, "I was said, what happened?" He goes, "I tried to pierce my own nipple. says, <laughs> so I got the ice out, and you know, I get, you know, I got the nipple hard, and I got the needle, and I got it halfway through, and I hit a nerve.
4: <laughs> of course, you did. Oh God, it's like one that of the most sensitive to, places in your body.
1: That hurts me to this day. That was like."
4: I am going to go upstairs and put bandages on my nipples right now.
1: Oh, my God. That was like, I heard that story 25 years ago. That still bothers me today. Oh, point.
4: why do you need to it do such? Never. Same as poking a hole in your fucking nose. Like, you don't think the snot's going to pour out?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, oh. Well, what about those people that fucking put holes in their dicks?
4: Oh, now you're getting crazy. Jesus. Or, or put a tattoo on their dick. Like, oh. what the fuck? I don't even put condoms on my cock.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
4: All right. uh, but vibrators... please get. This is supposed to be a pleasurable story.
1: <laughs> Nipple clamps bring out the best of me. Oh, my God. Worst, I Nipple clamps.
4: Say. Everybody, go get yourself a, a pair of pliers and squeeze your nipples. <laughs>
1: Put him in a fucking vice.
4: <laughs> you know uh, who's going to try this? And he's listening on vacation. Choo-choo stew.
1: Choo-choo stew, exactly. He'll do it. They, he'll do it with uh, whatever fucking chick he found over in Spain.
4: Yes. I guarantee you. He's probably sitting there with, what are the coins they use in Spain? A lira or something?
1: I guess, okay.
4: He's probably sitting there with two coins piercing his nipple right now. <laughs> See how it feels. Ouch! That hurts. Jesus. I'd rather get bit by a fucking cobra.
1: <laughs> oh! But vibrators have a mind of their own.
4: Yes, vibrators are okay.
1: So you have to be careful when you store your Bob, battery-operated boyfriend.
4: <laughs> oh, good one! Chuckle, ha ha. <laughs>
1: Whoever wrote this should die in a fire.
4: <laughs> you got to build a big fire for all the people you want to die in one. I
1: really do. I need to, it, it's going to be a blazing... <laughs> we need to have a bonfire to...
4: the size of New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Apparently, they have the best liquor store.
4: Exactly. But that burns quickly. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, we've compiled a list of six toy stories that will make you gasp. Uh, from the woman who held up the airplane because her vibe wouldn't stop buzzing. Uh, to the one who electrocuted herself while using her... Beats Pill as a bullet.
4: Beats Pill.
1: It's a it's a, a speaker.
4: I'm writing that down. A speaker. Yeah. So she was playing like gangster music and.
1: I guess yeah, using the fucking bass. I and...
4: never thought of that. You know what? I do Honey, grab the Bluetooth. Go pleasure yourself. I want to watch the hockey game. <laughs> That's right. The Beats Bullet. I love it. <laughs> Uh, oh, the gems we find on this fucking show. Anyway, go ahead. Uh,
1: these anonymous stories are shockingly true. Prepare yourself. Now, because this is a piece of shit site, I have to click like nine different things to yeah, get... Yeah, I still can't
4: uh, get the damn thing to scroll down. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess I shouldn't invest in a printer and print these stories off.
1: Okay, this one says, why checking in your luggage helps? Uh, I learned the hard way uh, that you should not take batteries out of your vibrator if you're going through airport security because it looks like a hollow container and you will get searched. The TSA agent didn't even ask if I wanted a private room. He just started pulling out stuff. He got to the vibrator and went, oh, um, okay, ma'am, have a good trip and let me, uh, th- <laughs> left me there to repackage all my stuff.
4: You know they never help you pack it back in.
1: Well, how fucking horny is she that she got to take a fucking dildo on a fucking trip?
4: Just buy Just... one; they're probably cheaper where you're going. Oh,
1: can't you wait a week? My yeah. God!
4: Find find out find a, a fucking busboy or something to.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, let's see a long awkward flight. This one's called. Uh, I was flying home from university, but the plane was stuck on the tarmac. Two men boarded the airplane and had a concerned conversation with the pilot. The pilot then walked down the aisle uh, straight to my seat and loudly informed me that something was buzzing in my suitcase in the cargo hold. <laughs> I had to tell the pilot, you left your
4: dildo the
1: pilot. On <laughs> I had to tell the pilot it was my vibrator and I gave him permission to send the baggage handlers to go get my suitcase and turn it off. It was the longest flight of my life.
4: Notice a lot of this sex stuff has to do with airplanes.
1: I don't get why people. You can't just wait a week. What the fuck is wrong with you? You and
4: I are old, though. Imagine when you. Remember when you were 18?
1: Well, I still didn't have a vibrator.
4: No, of course not. But you were probably beating it 90 times a minute.
1: Oh, Jesus. This one is called Because the Elderly Loves Puzzles.
4: Oh, God. I can't wait. I just can't wait. Uh keep us in fucking suspense.
1: It's got to load. This fucking site it sucks. Right. Uh, my grandpa found anal beads and thought they were some kind of magic puzzle. <laughs> That's the entire story.
4: Magic what p- did he do with the anal beads? And at least did he wash his hands before dinner?
1: I don't know. This one is also a one sentence one. It says, I don't think God will forgive this. Uh, I used my old rosary as improvised anal beads. Oh,
4: my God. Well, there, you know, there's your poke at organized religion. There you uh, go. Well,
1: it's a fucking plastic necklace. That's all it is. <laughs> Get over it. I,
4: I, again, you know, they, they have a word for people like me, apparently, because I've learned before vanilla. Uh, what uh, is uh, the pleasure of putting multiple beads in your ass? And uh, what do you do? Pull them? I
1: guess. You put them in, you got to get them out.
4: Go to fucking Taco Bell. Have a bowel movement.
1: Uh, This one says, Kegel's gone wrong.
4: Oh, shit. Vaginal exercises.
1: Yeah, I used to have one of those mini pocket rockets that you can stick up yourself and control with a remote.
4: Oh, a remote? Hey. One
1: day, I decided to go to a cafe and work it inside of me because (laughs) I wanted to try something new and Kegel.
4: I wonder which is, is, yeah. which is better, the pocket rocket or the Beats bullet?
1: Uh, the Beats bullet.
4: Okay. Not that I know you've tried them. Uncle Albert says slowly pull them out. I, uh, this does not make me feel comfortable.
1: Uh, does he know this from experience? I don't know? know.
4: That's His answer in the chat room was slowly pull uh, them out.
1: I, I, I did
4: this just yesterday. <laughs> slowly pull them out. I'm doing research for the show, guys.
1: If anybody has questions, please contact yeah. me. Uh, let's see, I wanted to try something new and kinky Everything was fine until I was traveling upstairs to get the uh, to get to the coffee bar I slipped and did a huge Kegel Ooh. And basically got the rocket stuck inside of me It took two hours for the doctor to get it out
4: Oh, not nice
1: Good times
4: I wonder if it was buzzing the whole time I don't know <laughs> Like the girl on the plane
1: uh, This one is called the Tainted Toothbrush
4: Oh my god uh, I once what used the fuck electric- is a tainted toothbrush?
1: Well, we're going to find out. God, he we says, are. I once used an electric toothbrush as vibrator, oh, and my God. sister unknowingly <laughs> used it to brush her teeth when I was done.
4: Okay, so here's one thing we got to clarify about all these stories. Yeah. As Big B said, can you not wait a week?
1: Exactly.
4: Who would take an electric toothbrush? Well, obviously there's people that do, so I shouldn't even ask that question. Is that the end of this story?
1: No. Oh of that one story, yes. But we have more political oh, stories.
4: Okay. The electric uh, toothbrush. This one I'm is writing called, down I'm writing down electric toothbrush too. I might use that later on when we uh, Okay.
1: Uh, this one is called Jack Rabbit the Ripper. <laughs> uh it says I had a Jack Rabbit style vibrator that had plastic rotating beads on it, you know, like the fucking rosary. Yeah. One time, the bead mechanism cut through the plastic and actually gave me a sizable gash inside my vagina. I sent the whole thing back to the company to prove that it actually happened because they didn't
4: believe me when I complained. Oh, my God.
1: So basically, she's destroying herself from ever having sex again.
4: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Here's a valid question. Before we go to the next story, yeah. obviously that will scar. Would I, that I, would, sure, yes. would, would would that impair her from having feeling? No. You know, because if you get a scar, if you have a scar on your arm or you you know, whatever, you, you can't feel there anymore, right? Because right. that's like dead. I, I don't know. I'm just just trying to throw a little philosophy into this bullshit we're talking about. Well. I know it was my idea, so this is not your responsibility. Go ahead. uh,
1: Then there was this story. This one time, one of my kids found my dildo. Don't you dare tell me
4: it was at band camp. (laughs) Yes,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's right. This one time at band camp. And I was playing with it. When I took it away, I found teeth marks on it.
4: Uh. This is getting very disturbing, folks. You see why we say this is not safe for work. Are we done?
1: I'm waiting for the page to load. Fuck. This fucking site sucks.
4: I'm wondering if the scar inside the vagina would impair uh, uh, normal function. I want, we got to get scientific about it.
1: Well, here here is your uh, favorite story. When improvising goes wrong. Uh, How find, is this mine. <laughs> this is your favorite because uh, because of what it is. Okay, uh, couldn't go. find my dildo, so I used my Beats pill, <laughs> and it turned and and turned it on, and I got electrocuted.
4: Well, what a Beats
1: pill! Beats pill. That's the speaker.
4: Another speaker.
1: No, it's the same thing. That's the the, the when we first talked about it. That was citing examples from the upcoming stories.
4: I'd be excited to know. What type of music would be most sexually stimulating with a Beats pill uh, inside of you? Would it be rap? Would it be heavy metal? I know you're the heavy metal gender. Would it be?
1: I didn't know. Wait, I didn't know heavy metal was a gender.
4: Well, no, you know what I mean? Like, not a gender. It's a a musical classification.
1: I was going to say, can I put that on my fucking license? Yes,
4: you can now use a heavy metal bathroom if you (laughs) so choose. (laughs) Uh,
1: That is the end of the stories.
4: Thank God. I apologize about that, folks. A beats bullet inside your vagina. Yeah. Please don't stick one up your ass, choo-choo, Stu. Because I know you're thinking about it.
1: He'll come in uh, next week or whenever he comes back and pretend to have never heard the show and say, Oh, I tried
4: this. Yes, this one time at band camp. (laughs) 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 My Uncle Wally... (laughs) Oh my goodness! Oh shit! We miss you, Stu. I hope you're having fun. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're going uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna look for a job. So what I've done here, Big B, you you have the links, right? I do. There are. Um, I gotta get the. I gotta get the link up. Then I gotta get the web page. So let's go to Seymour's. Uh, bear yeah. with us a second, folks. Seymour's be the first one. So I'm gonna to go to the ad. Mm-hmm. But then I also want to go to their webpage. Because of course, when 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 they're doing the ad, the ad, sorry, not the ad, uh they're not giving you a phone number or anything. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lead off on this one. I know I don't always do uh phone calls on the show here, folks, but I I'm gonna try this. So the name of the place is Seymour's, if you want to Google it. Seymour's uh, Pub, uh in Vancouver. Now why didn't that click in? Computer, bad. Okay, there we go. Looks like a very nice place.
1: Uh,
4: There's their phone number down at the bottom. I got to type that in. So uh, why don't you tell us about the job they're looking for? uh, Okay. The job from
1: uh, Seymour's Pub uh, is for a dishwasher. Uh, Seymour's Pub is looking for an outgoing, committed dishwasher. Uh, Wash, sort, stack, stow dishes and pots and pans. Clean and sanitize the work area and floors, etc. Some prep, peeling, portioning, accommodating line, cook's instructions, uh, training will be available to be a cook in the future if you wish. Uh, you must be courteous and well-mannered. Uh, day, shifts, uh, day shifts starting at 8 a.m. and night shifts starting at 4 p.m. Uh, it says principles only, Recru- recruiters, uh, please do not contact this job poster. I don't know who would be recruiting for a dishwasher, but okay. Uh, I, I wouldn't exactly go to a recruiter you know what I want a dishwashing job can you help me yes y- y- you don't pay for that you just go to a fucking restaurant.
4: Could you imagine because they always charge a fee right
1: Yes the, the recruiters, recruiters absolutely the
4: recruiters always charge a fee so I'm looking at here at at Seymours let's take a look at their web page looks like a really friendly place very nice uh they have a menu liquor store um, trivia night on mondays very nice. So I could always uh, ask about that, and um, oh, oh no, that's passed. They had the Royal Canadian Marine Search and Rescue fundraiser. Anyway, let's give them a call. At, I'm going to give this a the
1: shot. Compensation for this while you're dialing is uh, would be eleven fifty uh, an hour, starting uh, meals, uh, weekly tip.
2: You want to stop, Gavin speaking? How can I help you? Hey, Gavin, what up? Hello, Gavin.
4: Yes. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? Uh this is Donnie the dishwasher guy.
2: Donnie the dishwasher guy.
4: Yeah. Um you guys uh had an ad in the uh in the in the paper.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I I was just wondering when I could start.
2: When you could start. Yeah. You'd have to come in for an interview.
4: Oh. I can't just come down wash dishes.
2: No. That's not how it works, no. You have to come in and meet the chef. His name is Colin.
4: Colin, the chef? Yes. Is he there?
2: No, he's not here tonight. He'll be here tomorrow morning, though.
4: Okay, so said so I just come in?
2: Come in at 11 o'clock when the pub opens, and you could uh, meet him, yep.
4: I could talk to Colin, the chef. And uh, should I be ready to work?
2: Uh, no, I think he needs to meet you first.
4: Okay. Yeah. What kind of... Um, what kind of kitchen is it?
2: It's a pub kitchen?
4: Right. What kind of what yeah. kind of what kind of dishes do you have?
2: Lots of different kinds.
4: Okay. Are, yeah. Are they like bone china?
2: No, no, no.
4: No. So no, just
2: This is a pub.
4: Right. So you just stack them in the dishwasher. Clean off the grub. You got it, buddy. Is there any other any other responsibilities with the job?
2: Uh getting food for the uh, the, the boys on the line.
4: Oh, so when yeah. they're if they're
2: he'll explain this to you when you come down and meet him tomorrow.
4: If they're hungry, then I gotta grab them grub.
2: No, 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 for oh. when they're cooking food, sir. Oh. Yeah, okay. I can't talk him out right now about this because I'm kind of busy, so why don't you come down tomorrow and meet Chef Colin at a, after 11 o'clock?
4: I'm going to come down, and I'm going to see Chef Colin.
2: All right, sounds good.
4: And if I don't get the job, I'll see you on uh, trivia night.
2: All right, my man. Okay. Okay, have a good night. You too. Okay, bye-bye.
4: You notice that the uh, the English people are much more nice.
1: He was very nice, and that, that was actually a job interview phone call.
4: Yes. But I didn't get the job. No, you did not. So you know what that means.
1: On to the next one.
4: we got to call another one. This one here is, uh, well, this one could be good. This is the Wedgwood Hotel and Spa. Mm-hmm. Okay, hang on. takes me a second to pull all this stuff up, folks.
1: It's, uh, the job is for a kitchen steward.
4: Oh, that could be.
1: The successful applicant is responsible for maintaining the cleanliness of the china, glass, and silver, uh, a safe and hygienic work environment, garbage removal, and helping with basic kitchen food preparations. Uh, Reporting to the sous chefs.
4: I think I can do that.
1: Key attributes, good communication skills, high standards of hygiene, you work well under pressure, it is a flexible work schedule, good organizational skills, Monitors related equipment, reporting any problems or inconsistencies to the sous chef. Assumes responsibilities and trained team members. Performs other related duties.
4: Now, this place is advertising itself as the number one top city hotel in Canada.
1: Very nice.
4: This is this could be a good job.
1: Now, now we have to make sure you're up to speed on the physical aspects of the of the position. Okay. There is constant standing and walking throughout the shift. Okay. There's frequent lifting and carrying up to 30 pounds. Okay. The occasional kneeling, pushing, pulling, and lifting. I don't want to know what you're doing on your knees. The <laughs> occasional kneeling, I don't know, I don't want to know.
4: Okay, folks, the name of this segment is now I Need a Job. Yes. We're going to call now, what's this place? Wedgwood Hotel. For a kitchen steward.
0: Good evening. Thanks for calling the Wichita Hotel Spot. I property. How many is this you?
4: Oh, hi. How are you?
0: I'm fine, thank you. How are you?
4: Oh, I'm not bad. I'm your new kitchen steward. Would you like to speak to the kitchen steward? I, I, I'm the new kitchen steward.
0: Oh, oh, I see. Yes.
4: Yeah. Um. I saw your, your, your ad and I, I want to start work.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, so I recommend applying online, or you can submit your resume in person.
4: Yeah, no, I don't have a computer or anything like that. I just want to come. I I am very capable of lifting thirty pounds, bending and kneeling, uh, assisting wherever needed. I, I, is the yeah,
0: So uh, what I can do right now could I could I transfer you to the chef's office, and perhaps they can call you back.
4: Yeah, can right? I can I talk to the uh, sous chef?
0: Yeah, for a moment.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Transferring to the sous chef.
2: Chef's office at Baxter Restaurant in the Wedgewood Hotel. We're unavailable to come to the phone right now. Please leave a message and we will call you shortly.
3: Begin speaking after the tone. Then
2: all right, we can't get through
4: to him. You didn't tell me they were owned by Greeks. I could have told him I hated Greeks.
1: I didn't know that.
4: <laughs> okay, we only have one more. First one, went much better.
1: Uh, this next one, while you get you get ready, is for a pizza chef.
4: Oh, okay. This will be even better. Uh,
1: Lombardo's is a commercial drives original wood oven pizzeria established in 1986. Our family, uh, our family owned and operated pizzeria serves what many believe to be the best thin crust pizza in Vancouver. we are currently hi- hiring full-time pizza chefs and prep cooks. Kitchen experience is required. Lombardo's offers opportunity for promotion and growth based on performance and experience. Dental and medical benefits package available after initial probation period.
4: So this is a, a gourmet pizza chef. I guess. Okay, hang on. Ring, 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 oh, my God. Ring, ring. I can't take a call right now. Sorry. Is Sorry. that
1: Stu calling?
4: No, it's actually my, she can call my wife. Uh, the um, competition
1: is $16 starting and training. Oh, that's well, that's good increases based on experience and the employment type is full time.
4: So it's obviously better to be a, a gourmet pizza chef than a a, a, uh, a dishwasher than a dishwasher. Not by much. Well, 16 bucks compared to 11. That's that's an extra 50 bucks a day in your pocket. How much okay. fucking money do you make? Uh, we will will not discuss that. I know, we're not discussing that. Obviously, I'm not hurting either. And I've already told you, my wife has an an excellent job, but I mean, an extra five bucks an hour is an extra five bucks a fucking hour.
1: Well, uh, based upon the positions, though, a a gourmet pizza chef and a dishwasher.
4: And and it's a pub. I mean, they don't even have fine china, according to... uh, Exactly. I think
1: it would be a little bit wider of a gap.
4: Lombardo's. Vancouver, British Columbia. I am their new pizza chef.
0: Good evening,
3: bars on commercial drive. Sonia speaking. How may I help you? Sonia, what up? Pardon me?
4: I say, Sonia, what up?
3: Not too much. How are you?
4: I'm doing great. Uh, listen, I'm your new uh, executive pizza maker.
3: Sorry, you know, it's just a little bit hard to hear you. What was that?
4: I say, I'm your new executive pizza maker.
3: You are? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not too sure who that is then.
4: Well, you had an ad in, in, in the paper.
3: Okay. Uh, were you going to drop off your resume?
4: Or... No, I just want to come and make pizza.
3: Okay, well, you know what? You can definitely do that, but you do have to drop off a resume, and then the manager will have an interview with you.
4: Oh, i got to go through an interview.
3: Yeah, interview
4: process. You don't do you don't do uh, background checks, do you? Okay. No, no. I'm Thanks asking you. He won't do a background check, right?
3: We um depends on the situation.
4: So, well, I can tell you because you're not the manager. But so, like, if I've I used to steal money from the last place, but I won't. Sorry, do what was that? I used to steal money from the last place. Okay. But I won't do that anymore. Okay. Do you think that's okay?
3: Uh, You know what? I'm not sure. I would have to double-check with the manager on that one. I don't really make those decisions.
4: Okay. Who's the manager?
3: Uh, She's actually not in at the moment.
4: Oh. So who should I ask for? Mr. Lombardo? Uh, Well,
3: first of all, you'd have to drop off your resume, and then they would give you a call back.
4: Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right.
3: All right. Thanks uh, for calling in though.
4: Okay, talk to you soon.
0: All right. Bye.
4: Bye bye.
1: I like how she agreed when when you said you stole money from the last place. She's like, okay.
4: <laughs> I think she's doing it. <laughs> All right, we didn't do too good tonight, guys. We'll have to look for a job again next week. We'll find some new places. Might be a little easy to hire. I, I mean, hey, so I stole a little bit of money. I I, I skimmed the till.
1: So? There's nothing pro- wrong
4: with that. I promised I wouldn't do it again. Damn it. All right. Where are we at here? Well, we're running out of time. About 50 minutes. Are you ready to call a, a, a random Chinese uh, masseuse? Uh, sure. Sure we got to pull that up, though. So that's the link above. We have to find one. So I think this is just like a general... Oh, for fuck's sakes. does not want to click for me. Computer, no, say no. Computer, uh, say no. I uh, don't want to cooperate. Clip. Okay, tell me which one you like, and I will... Uh,
1: Hold on, I get up. I got up.
4: I will dial it in. But you know what? I forgot. I even had like a... Um, hang on, I even had music for all this stuff tonight. I got sidetracked.
1: Okay.
4: The, the damn sex story. But look at this. <laughs> look, this is the... I need a J O B. Okay, let me queue you up. I didn't queue myself up properly. Okay. So, I'm, been...
1: I'm sending you a number.
4: All right. So, just so you guys know, via Skype or Facebook? Facebook. Okay. Just so you guys know, we used to have a segment, and it was called uh, Call a Random Chinese Restaurant. But it's gotten a little mundane. So, tonight, what we're going to do is. We're going to call a random Chinese massage parlor. I don't know what Big B's going to do. Maybe look for a happy ending or... uh... All right, let me pull this number up here. Do you you got in your head what you're going to do now? Yes. Okay. I love Chinese people. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we got the number. Vancouver, Canada... Uh, is where we're terrorizing tonight, folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm hoping Big B gets a happy ending out of this. One. Uh. Well, well spoken. Thank you. That's when you know it's a good beer. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Call a random Chinese masseuse.
0: Hello?
1: Yes, hi. My name is Pierre Lacroix, and I'm calling
0: about uh, the massage. Can you speak clearly? I cannot hear you. I'm so sorry.
1: I, my name oh? is Pierre Lacroix, and I'm calling about a massage.
0: So, what do you want to know?
1: I want to know when I could start massaging yeah. the men that call your establishment. I would love to give a happy ending to every man out there. Okay. So can I come down and work with you? Can you show me the ropes?
0: Okay. You want a- to come right now?
1: Please, can I? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. I it, it's bulging out of my pants. I want to come so hard right now. Where are you? Where am I? Yes. I am at 102-124 West 1st Street.
0: 124. Okay. okay. So you can come over.
1: Uh, please, I would love to.
0: Okay. Uh you want me to text to you the address? Sure. Okay, I text you right now. Okay, when you get the door, you call me back. I give you the pin number and the room number. Okay.
1: Oh, absolutely! I can't wait to learn the
0: ropes. Okay, no problem. See you later.
1: Well, don't you need my number?
0: Okay, I just uh, yes, I text you the address. Okay.
1: Well, how are you going to text me the address if you don't have my number, silly?
0: Oh, oh, I, I, I just uh, saw that 55551, uh, five, five, <laughs> the last uh, digit uh, it said. Uh, I, t- uh, I tell you, okay, it's oh, one, one, oh, one three, 10289, 133 Street, okay?
1: Oh, please, can you slow down a little bit? Jeez, you're so fierce. Okay,
0: 10289.
1: Oh, nine. One o two. Eight, nine. Okay, thank you.
0: Well, three, three street. Oh,
1: cool. That's a lovely area. I can't wait to get over there. Okay. Oh, thank you very much. I'm looking so forward to Should I bring my own gel and stuff, or what should I do? What should I bring? Sorry? What should I bring with me? Should I bring, like, like some oils and some some lovely incense? What should I bring?
0: No, no, you just drink water. Don't drink any alcohol,
1: okay? Silly. Nobody said alcohol. I said should I bring oil, like rubbing
0: oil. Drink oil?
1: Yes. Some incense or rubbing oils, stuff like that. Come on.
0: Drink oil? Oh my
1: goodness, I'm not drinking anything. I'm talking about to rub it on a person's body. Little massaging oils. Oh
0: yes, we use uh, oil.
1: Right, should I bring something with me? What should I bring with me? You tell me, what should I bring with me? Sorry? What should I bring with me? I want to bring things. Oil? 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 You want me to bring oil? I'll bring, I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring all kinds of oil. I'll bring Mobil. I'll bring Quaker State. Uh, you know, Kestrel. It's, it's all the oils. It's up to you. Oh, uh, please. I, I, do you want high viscosity or low? Do you, you want synthetic oil or regular?
4: I think she hung up on you. Did she? Oh. You did good, though. <laughs> You want to try one more? (laughs) This is my favorite new character. (laughs) Pierre Lacroix. (laughs) Yes, it's
1: Pierre Lacroix.
4: We have a new character on the show, folks. Constable Carson, Choo Choo Stew, Uncle Albert, DK, and Big B, and now we have Pierre Lacroix.
1: It's Pierre Lacroix. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
4: What a fucking long address.
1: (laughs) Oh, and by the way, the address that I gave out is the uh, North Vancouver Chamber of Commerce.
4: Oh, excellent.
1: (laughs) I figured if I'm going to be making phone calls, I got to get a a legitimate address for where we're calling.
4: And listen, I'm really glad that we show up on call display because this is a Los Angeles, California number. Is it really? Yes.
1: I, that's why I was trying to figure out how was she going to text me if I don't give her my fucking phone number. I didn't realize it showed up.
4: It would take them forever to trace us. Oh my goodness, Pierre Lacroix.
1: Yes, <laughs> my name is Pierre Lacroix. Oh, I think for was a hockey player.
4: That is an excellent name. That that is a brand new character. <laughs> we got to come up with a cartoon uh, avatar.
1: He's so goddamn fierce.
4: I'm trying. And you know what? I'm going to spend the whole next week trying to think of where we can have Pierre Lacroix uh, (laughs) call. (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. We're kind of running out of time, aren't we?
1: Uh...
4: It's about that time. Now, last week, we had a really hard time picking a name for the show. Okay. That's why we got Bonkers and Yonkers, which I surprised. But see, uh-huh. we, we, we missed your we missed your energy though.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Pierre fucking LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> That's funnier than Jeremy Stellhorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. We got a few minutes. so I'm gonna throw it out in the chat room. I don't think any of you are new here, but if you are, YouTube and uh, um. CaveCrewRadio.com uh, Give us a name for tonight's episode. Episode 28 of uh, Cave Crew Radio uh, 2016. Pure fucking LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell? you just draw that off the top of your head? Uh,
1: I knew we were doing Canada so I was trying to think of Canadian names.
4: Yes, so Not everyone's thinking... French in Canada though.
1: Well, it's most associated with it right uh, and and I believe Pierre lacroix was a hockey player
4: and and I do think that that would be what do they call that um, uh what's the word i'm looking for you're you're stereographing
1: stereotyping
4: stereotyping a a a, a country
1: <laughs> why by calling myself pierre lacroix
4: i don't speak a word of French.
1: Je Pierre Pierre Lacroix. And,
4: and I, am, I, I am as uh, La Lapoutine. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys have had fun. I've had fun tonight. It's been a very loose show, a lot of Pokemon, a lot of shit. And oh, my you guys got to help me find a job. If you see an ad somewhere, and keep in mind, we're on air at 9 o'clock Eastern, so it has to be somewhere on the West Coast. That's why we're always targeting the West Coast. Absolutely. Because if we call the East Coast, most places are going to be closed or whatever, right? Yep. So if you have a spot, and I should come up with a name for myself besides Danny the Dishwasher. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Over to Queens, New York. Do you have any idea what you would call tonight's show?
1: I wrote down, uh, pierce the nipple of the kitchen steward.
4: That is so painful. <laughs> Let me see what I got written down here. I'm still making notes as we go. I'm still I'm I'm still overwhelmed by that Beats bullet and the electric toothbrush. <laughs> and then you said Jack the rabbit the ripper.
1: Jack Rabbit the Ripper.
4: Yeah. But I'm 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 going to agree with you. Pierce, hang on, let's write this down. Pierce the nipple
1: Of the Kitchen Steward. Of
4: the Kitchen Steward. Let me just refer over the uh, chat room to see if there's any uh, debates going on. Uh, They're still putting on... uh, No, I can't make a title that long, Uncle Albert. He wants me to call it Pokemon equals porn or cosmic killing erotic masochism orgies now. (laughs) I don't think iTunes will take us a thing that long but that is very creative and then also what the fuck mobile oil (laughs) I think we're going to stick with uh, episode 28 uh, Pierce the nipple of the kitchen steward.
1: very nice Uh,
4: uh, again a a final nice shout out to our friend uh, Choo Choo Stew Hopefully, I know he's not listening live because he has the uh, the family with him in Spain. But I'm pretty sure uh, as soon as I upload this in the morning, uh, he will have this on his ears. So a big hello from your cave dwellers to Choo Choo Stu. I think he's missing next week, too. Is he? I think so. He's...
1: i got to talk to you about next week off air.
4: Okay, we'll, we'll figure something out. Uh, all right, Cave Crew Outro, here it comes. Folks, I hope you had fun like we did tonight. Name of the show is Cave Crew Radio. Every Wednesday night live, live, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on CaveCrewRadio.com. And don't forget, also on the Podcast Radio Network, which now, Metal Thunder Radio is on the sister station.
1: 102.7 WSNR.
4: Yes, in, in New York which I mistakenly called Florida when we were on it.
1: And We will be on there every Thursday night at 10 p.m.
4: That's a good time. You know, you're chilling, you're getting ready for Friday. Um, Thank you very much, Eric. Great show. We try to have fun. We're having fun. It's all we do.
1: Don't forget to catch Eric. Metal World Radio every Friday night, 8 p.m.
4: Yes, I got to go over and listen. Where is that on? Nuclear Rock?
1: No, Metal World Radio.
4: Oh, he's got his own... Network. He's on a
1: different he's on a different uh station.
4: So where is the physical address? Can we get it on TuneIn? or
1: Oh yeah, I would assume it's on TuneIn. I I would go to metalworldradio.com and you can listen from there.
4: Metal World Radio, Fridays at eight o'clock. All right, anyway. We're out of here, folks. Shut up!
0: Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut Shut! Shut up!